the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Uh, I got some really important things to talk with you uh, about in this segment, but. Uh, right at the end of the last segment, Daniel in Bell Fountain called, and I believe he wants to continue the discussion on what's going on with Walmart out in Oregon. Daniel, welcome. Thank you for calling. Hey, Bob. How are you doing? I am well. Thank you for asking. Awesome. Um, I, unfortunately, had to go out to Salem, Oregon for a month and a half last year. Um, and flying into Portland and spending a month and a half in a hotel in Salem. Oh my gosh. I love Ohio. Um, <laughs> it, it's amazing. The crime rate, the drugs, and even walking into Walmart, everything that you take for granted here at Walmart is under glass and you have to go find a clerk to f- unlock it. Even underwear is under glass um it's it, it's just amazing how bad salem or not salem but just how all oregon is mm. and, um, and that's sad because oregon is a beautiful beautiful state oh, yeah. it's been many years since it, i've been there but it's a it's a spectacular oregon. state beautiful yeah i i on the weekends i would drive all, all um up and down the coast and the 101 and check it out um i was talking to a police officer and i why do you guys have so much homeless up here? And um, it, her response kind of just almost shocked. What It shocked me that they don't arrest anybody for any kind of drugs. Mm-hmm. If you want to shoot up drugs, I'll help you shoot up drugs. Give you and, clean needles. Yeah. If you want to steal a car, well, that's okay. They'll just uh, put you in the, in the cruiser, they'll write you a citation, and then off you go. You're free to go. Arrests up there. It's all. It, it's ridiculous how terrible it is up there. And flying back to Ohio, I just found a deeper appreciation for our state and kind of how we run things out here. Well, and the state of Washington is as bad or worse. Absolutely. Uh, Seattle. Uh, now, again, it's been many years since I've been to Seattle, but a beautiful city. They have completely destroyed Seattle. Seattle is a cesspool. But the same thing with San Francisco. My goodness. There are a few few cities in the world that at one time was more appealing and beautiful than San Francisco. And it is a cesspool today. Bob, I had a nine-hour layover in San Francisco. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to go explore the city because just because I'm here. Yeah. So I got on the, the, the whatever 
Amtrak, L train, whatever it's called, and and took a the train to San Francisco. I got out, and as soon as the doors opened, the aroma of the city was just terrible. It, it, it the whole city smelled like it smelled like marijuana. Really, it, it was terrible. Yeah. Um, just it, yeah, the whole West Coast was is just almost destroyed. It is. It is. And it, again, I stand by the statement, everything the liberal left touches, they destroy. They do. They absolutely do. And we, yeah, it's, it's, we're, I'm grateful for, for where we're at right now. And, and our, I mean, we're not a perfect state we're, and I don't think we're ever going to get there, but you know, we do, we abide by a lot of the laws here and, and I just, I'm just thankful for that. Yeah. All right, Daniel, thanks. Appreciate the call. Yep. All right. Talk later, Bob. All right. God Bye. bless you. Thanks for calling. Um, another thing that I say all the time is the devil lives in the extremes. And um, we are seeing an extreme. And this is a topic that's very near and dear to my heart, and that's racial reconciliation race relations, and I'm not going to go into my story, but most of you know I grew up in Southern California, graduated from high school in Compton. Uh, I remember the Watts riots. I wasn't next door to them, but I was close enough that I could see the smoke from the Watts riots. Uh, We had race riots in my high school. The year after I graduated, a student was killed in a race riot at lunchtime. Um, it doesn't make me an expert on anything, but I know a little bit about racial tension. And as a follower of Jesus, I understand that the real answer is the cross. The cross makes us all equal. I don't care who you are, what you are. Everybody comes to Jesus the same way. The rich, the poor, black, white, yellow, it doesn't make any difference. And the cross is the is is the is the great equalizer. If there is any place where there should be no racism, bigotry, prejudice, it should be in a New Testament Bible believing church, regardless of your denomination. This is where we are brothers and sisters in Christ. And I look back. And America in the 60s, and yes, I'm old enough to remember America in the 60s. I remember the race riots. I remember the Vietnam riots. I remember all of that. And I look at the progress that America made under the direction of the civil rights movement. Now, the leaders were flawed people. Martin Luther King Jr. personally had a lot of deficits in his character, but he was a brave man and had wonderful ideals, and I believe God used him to bring America to a place where we had not been before and after his death. Others took up the mantle, and the civil rights movement made such enormous progress concerning real equality. But that's being reversed, and it's heartbreaking. 
it is being reversed. We are going backwards. We are no longer progressing in race relations because we have seen a dramatic move from equality and the dream of Martin Luther King Jr. that we would not ever judge anybody by the color of their skin, but by their character. The goal of many on the left, I would say probably most on the left, whether it's white or black, is no longer equality but revenge. We have moved from the dream and the goal of Martin Luther King Jr. that we forget the past, we move forward, we are brothers together, we march together, we serve together. We don't judge each other because of the color of our skin. We have moved past that, sadly and unfortunately, away from equality to revenge and retribution. It is no longer we want equal opportunity. We want equal outcome. It is no longer just give us the same opportunity that you have had. It is no longer that. It's we suffered and we're going to pay you back. We want revenge, which is a decidedly unbiblical position. And from a societal standpoint, it is a decidedly destructive attitude. Revenge never accomplishes anything positive. But that's where we're at today. It is not equality. That's what reparations is all about. We suffered. Now it's time for you to suffer. That's what the new segregation movement is all about. You had all white graduation ceremonies. Now we're going to have all black. We want you to know how we felt. And we're going to punish you. You did it to us. Now we're going to do it to you. That never ends well. And I've got a whole stack of stories, not to prove, I don't need to prove anything, but to illustrate what I'm trying to get across. So that we, in my audience, whether you're white, you're black, you're yellow, we can understand we really need to work for real peace, real equality. Not revenge. We'll be back. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. We are moving quickly from a desire for equality to um, revenge and uh, retribution. Here is just one example of it. The uh, superintendent of schools on Staten Island, New York. Uh, Her name is Marion Wilson. She is African-American. She is black. And uh, she is making it clear through tweets and uh, text messages 
that she is out to get revenge on the white people. She said in a recent text, I need to clean up this island. White folks need to recognize this is not the boys' club anymore. A strong black woman runs this blank now, and they can either get on board or get out. If they don't get out, I'm going to take them out one by one. They're not going to know what hit them. It's going to be fun. And she goes on and actually gets worse. And again, the attitude, white people have been in charge too long. I'm in charge now, and we're going to get even. Uh, It's happening even on school grounds, sadly, um, when I was in high school, well, I mean, when I was in school in Compton, California, I saw it change. When I first began in the Compton public schools, it was predominantly white, minority black. By the time I graduated, that had flipped. It was the days of busing. And when I was a senior in high school, the white kids were in the minority and the blacks were in the majority. So I saw white kids bullying black kids. By the time I graduated, it had flipped. And again, it was like, you did it to us. Now we're going to do it to you. I can't believe I hadn't heard this, but last week, actually two weeks ago, in Springfield, Ohio, a police report was uh, filed that a group of black children at an elementary school in uh, Springfield got a group of white kids, beat them up, and forced them to begin chanting Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. The uh, white kids were chased down, dragged or carried back to the back, back to the uh, playground, Um, where they were violently coerced to chant Black Lives Matter, etc., etc. Now, if that had been black kids doing it to, if that had been white kids doing it to black kids, horrible. And we should condemn it. We're beginning to see the opposite in California. And by the way, Karen in Westerville, I'm going to come to you real quickly. Hang hang on. The reparations movement is growing in California. In San Francisco, a reparations committee has suggested $5 million to every black person that qualifies in San Francisco. Well, there is a statewide reparations committee, and they have come up with $360,000 to every black citizen in the state of California. It would cost as much as $640 billion. The uh, Democrat California Secretary of State said, if California can admit its sins and change the narrative, then there is a way forward for states and cities across the nation. Again, it is not... Equality, it is revenge. And may I just repeat again, revenge never ends well. Unless things change, we're going to see a time of racial unrest 
in America, unlike anything we have seen for many, many years. All right, let's go to the phones, and I've got Karen in Westerville. Karen, thank you for calling. Welcome. You're on the air. Hi, Bob. I'd just like to um, add to your discussion on um, Walmart. Um, I have a friend who works retail here in Columbus, and uh, it's at a Macy's store. um, And she's bothered by many times um, parents uh, will bring their children in, and it's almost invariably, um, um, I would say, immigrant families, it seems, uh, that don't speak the language much. Mm-hmm. Uh, their children, she worked in domestics, and her the children were jumping on the beds, pulling towels, and just creating havoc in the store. But management won't do anything because they're afraid of retaliation. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if that might be some of the problem uh, with Walmart. Um I think it it has to do, I've I've been in other stores, you know, that are beautifully run. Um, I worked retail years and years ago, and I think it really does um, have to do with how stores are managed. Same way with schools. Um, Certainly teachers, and I was a teacher, certainly teachers are, have their hands tied, you know, they have to abide by um, whatever the district um, sets forth for them. However, um, I think if a school is well run and fairly run, uh, you see a difference in in pupils. Well, there's no, there's no doubt, Karen. There's there's just no doubt. It, it, human nature is evil, and if it is not restrained in one way or another, then it's going to run rampant. Whether it's crime, oh, whether it's shoplifting, or whether it's kids going crazy in a in a Macy's or a Walmart, that that sinful nature must be restrained. But because of our culture, we're afraid of retribution. We're we're going to be racist. We're we're going to be whatever. We're going to be called some kind of name, and so there are no repercussions and there's no prosecution and no enforcement. Exactly, and it's cultural differences. You know, there are big cultural differences in how children are raised. And uh, so I think... Very true. Very true. And whatever the culture, children and adults must be taught to abide by the laws of the land or even the laws and the rules of the school. Thanks, Karen. Appreciate the call very, very much. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.